Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ali 12 Trees is on her way to the physics department, carrying an icebox full of proteins. So is this a journey you have to do multiple times a day then? Uh, it can be, yeah. No more than... Twice. I tried to make it twice. The proteins in the cooler are motor proteins taken from neurons, where they shuttle cargo up and down to keep the cells healthy. They've already taken Ali several days to prepare. Now it's the fun bit. She's going to see if she can make out their shapes under a special microscope. So we're just walking up past the students' union, and the physics building is behind the students' union, and that's where the microscope is. Ali wants to image her motor proteins one by one to get a nice clean picture of what shapes or conformations they take under different conditions. One day, she hopes, knowledge like this could help unlock what goes wrong in conditions like motor neuron disease, where motor proteins don't work properly. For a while, she only had the idea and no way to do it. She can't buy her own microscope until she wins some funding. But before she even joined Sheffield, she had a lucky break. Her husband, Dan, a biochemist, ran into another scientist at the university, Tim Craggs, and got chatting about his microscope that could see single molecules. It was a eureka moment for Ali. This was what she needed to answer the questions ticking away in the back of her mind. Ali and Tim have been collaborating since she officially joined the university, and back in October 2018, they invited Nature into the optics lab to take a peek. Hello! Welcome. Bring a team. Wow, <laughs> everybody's here. Cool. In the room is a stainless steel surface with tiny holes in it, like an air hockey table, tricked out with lasers, lenses and mirrors to direct light onto the samples and make them fluoresce. So it allows us to take measurements that tell us about the confirmation, like the, the shape that the kinesin molecules are in uh, and how they respond to different environments. Being able to see the kinesin molecules in their different shapes is key, but it's step one of about a thousand towards getting the result that Ali hopes for. Doing science from scratch is slow. And there's so much prep and trial and error at every stage. It's the same for early career researchers worldwide. And that's assuming you can find time to get to the lab in between all the other tasks that fill a PI's diary. So how do you juggle it all? And try and get some science done along the way. Reporter Heidi Ledford takes the story from here. Two 
Two years after he started his lab, Dan Bowes heads down to the basement of the biology department at the University of Sheffield. He enters a small, dark room dominated by a large metal cylinder with an eyepiece at the bottom and an instrument panel that looks like a flight deck. Dan sits down in front of the microscope like a nervous pilot. I am very rusty with this microscope, so I did this for years and years before my second postdoc, and then I didn't touch the scope again for six years. So part of this whole process for me is getting back on the scope. Actually, it's amazing how much of it is muscle memory, and, and, and you know whether the, the right knobs and dials are, and how to get the grid in and out without going to jinx myself now, <laughs> doing too much damage. Dan has been studying this protein, called CBP, for seven years at this point. As a postdoc, he figured out that it binds to snippets of RNA and that, together, the pair affect how genes are turned on. If the experiment today works and he can see the samples well, his next step is to zoom in even further and look at the protein-RNA partnership under a much more powerful microscope, where he can get a clearer picture of how the complex is bound together at an atomic level. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Dan has brought some samples with him. Hundreds of thousands of CBP stuck to RNA molecules dried onto tiny copper grids about the size of sequins. He carefully extracts one grid from a box using tweezers. This is where too much coffee doesn't really pay. He places the sample into the holder and inserts it into the microscope. Um, so this is a CM100, um, which is kind of like a workhorse electron microscope. It has a, a, a filament at the top, which generates electrons. It turns out Dan is being too modest about his rusty skills. His confidence soon kicks in as he starts getting the microscope ready. Um, so it behaves pretty much like a light microscope, except you're focusing electrons instead of light. Um, it does make me think a little bit about the old movie Alien. It's got that delightful kind of screen there, right? Like retro-futuristic. So, you, yeah, actually on one of the Alien movies, I was watching it on a plane, on a really turbulent plane. And I was watching it. I recognised that bit of a quick... And they'd used an old electron microscope as some of their kit. He consults the laminated user guide, and after a while, some grainy grey images appear on the screen. This is just a big lump of gunk. Dirt. Uh Yeah, no. If I saw something this big, I'd be worried. The first sample is a dud. Not enough protein, or maybe not stained clearly enough. He tries another, flies around the sample for a few minutes. The hum of the room is comforting. And then... Wow, that is actually pretty good. Um, so these are protein complexes. Um, they're slightly bigger than CBP looks on its own on a grid, so it looks like we've got protein and RNA binding together, which I'm smiling anyway. You can't see this on here. But What's it like to see it? It's pretty amazing. I can see it. I've been looking at it for years as a band on a gel and band shift. As you start to see things interacting like this, is. You can't really tell, but Dan is thrilled. It's a nice victory for today, and a crucial step in his plans for his lab. He wants to hire a postdoc to focus on this work. To start to feel like there's a sample that we can that we can look at, and to start to build the structural side of the lab up is pretty exciting. It's as if some alarm goes off in Dan's head when he's too effusive, because the next thing he says is... There's a sample on the grid, and it looks like it might work, so... 
not bad car. <laughs> amazing. Oh, this is yeah. amazing. That's amazing. That's Good. Cool. That we'll take that. Nice um, one. Just say amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Hey. Astounding. This is one of those special moments in science where the theory and the hours of prep work come together. That's what attracts many scientists to research in the first place. But the truth is that these moments are few and far between. And for PIs, it can feel like the science itself is a background hum, and the din of other demands overwhelms it. There's always admin to do. Both Allie and Dan have PhD students to recruit and their current students to look after. And for Dan, an additional job, giving lectures and setting exam questions for undergraduates, something he didn't have much experience of before starting in Sheffield. To stand in front of a class and to see them... It, they behave as a single body. They, you can see them tune out of, <laughs> when when you tell them something that's maybe not quite connecting. And and how do you get that back? And, and that interaction has been really quite fun and quite exciting and uh, terrifying also. But the biggest demand on their time and stress levels remains getting money. And Ali and Dan, who have a young daughter have to take turns applying for grants so that someone can keep the household running. When one of us has a big deadline, kind of the other person has to be responsible for uh, picking up our daughter and, you know, feeding her and putting her to bed and that kind of thing. And, yeah, so it kind of we can't both be in a panic about a deadline at the same time because <laughs> it doesn't work. In the UK, remember, often PIs are hired but have to go out and find their own funding to keep their labs alive. In 2017, Dan tried and failed to win a big grant. In 2018, Ellie had her first go on the funding roller coaster. And I just knew as soon as I saw the email, even though I hadn't seen the content of it, that it was negative. So then I forced myself to read the email, and then I called my husband, and then I ran away and and had some lunch (laughs) and uh, a big piece of chocolate brownie and a small cry and (laughs) got back. Allie doesn't wallow. She knows it's rare to get the first big grant you go for, and she also has a PhD student to supervise. Plus, she's also agreed to work on a paper with a fellow new PI about the experience of being a new PI in science, for which they have been collecting data. A few months later, and it's Dan's turn to stand up in front of a panel and sell himself and his work. He's applied for the same fellowship Allie missed out on. This is the second time he's applied to the scheme, and the first time he's made it this far. I think it's a great skill to have to be able to stand up and defend your work like that. You know, in theory, everything about your project and you're trying to communicate that and defend it. Um, Do I like it? No, I'm scared. (laughs) But but I can see the value of it. A few weeks later, Dan was on the train on the way down to London to give a talk and checked his email. There was a message from the grant scheme. I read as far as I am pleased to confirm and then I skipped through to successful... And then I put it down and then I had to pick it up again and reread it and make sure that I hadn't misread it. I broke out in a massive grin to start off with. uh, And I think everyone thought I was acting very weirdly. Dan forwarded the email on to Allie to share the good news. I phoned her up before she read the email that I sent her. So she was reading it on the phone to me and she was just delighted as well I think we do all of this together you know you you ride the ups and the downs and the the pain and the rejections and all of this stuff you do at the same time and and, and so it's just lovely to be able to share that kind of 
happiness and release with with, with her. Uh, and then we went through a tunnel, and uh, that was the end of it. Back in Sheffield the next day, Dan, Ali, and his colleagues met up to celebrate. He marked his big achievement by firing a champagne cork as far down a corridor as possible. This fellowship, worth well over a million pounds over five years, transforms Dan's ability to do research. Instead of trying to stretch his dwindling funds, Suddenly, he can afford to buy new equipment, to try new experimental approaches, and to hire a postdoc to ramp up the group's research. But for Dan and Allie, this fellowship also buys something else. Time. Five years of funding means the family can start putting down some proper roots. That stability just means a lot. It means you can start planning to look for schools and, and know that Ada will be in school in five years' time. And in terms of building a life that's normal... I guess it makes a big difference. At a Christmas dinner organised by Dan, Ali and a fellow PI at the end of 2019, the pair look around. There are now over 20 people in attendance, where three years ago there were only five, including the three PIs. There is a real sense of momentum. But in the back of Ali's mind, she knows that this isn't permanent. She's reapplying for the same grant Dan won, And if she doesn't win it this time around, everything could change. And unbeknownst to her, a personal crisis and a global pandemic are about to throw everything into chaos. That's next time on Starting Up in Science. This episode of Starting Up in Science was written by me, Kerry Smith and Benjamin Thompson. It was narrated by Heidi Ledford. Benjamin Thompson and I produced the series with editing help from Noah Baker. Heidi Ledford, Richard Van Norden, Benjamin Thompson and I reported the story for the podcast and for the text version that you can find on our website. Read that at nature.com slash news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.